Everyone, welcome to Papa's Basement. I'm your host, John Papa Giorgio. I am joined today by a nodding, a slowly nodding Michael Johnson who's twisting his head like a, a sparrow going to sleep for the night. I'm just really interested in what you have to say. Well, I appreciate that, Michael. And we're joined by a, a childhood friend, a guy who's in the comedy scene in Berlin these days, uh, my buddy Rich Killiam. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, so we're going to ask him about what it's like being back in the States and oh, okay. what comedy is like in Europe. And I'm lying. We're going to ask him about none of that stuff because mm. I'm dying. Right. Because I am dying. You're, you're a CPAP recall. Do you know what it's like, Michael, to know that you're dying? Uh, I don't know. Like, were you not dying before this all happened? I was going to live forever. Right. Like the gorgeous, like Dick Clark. Okay. There would be a stroke late, late in the picture, but I would be America's teenager. Have you had any sort of coughs, fever? Well, why don't you give everybody a uh, rundown of what's going on? Yeah, because I didn't know what CPAP was. Sure. I thought CPAP was some kind of gynecological exam. It is. Invented by my people, the pap smear. It's, it's, I'm not even kidding. It's some George Papadopoulos. That's why it's a pap smear. And is, and is CPAP the same thing? No. Yes. It's it's short for cunt pap. (laughs) No, I thought it was like invented by someone called, Never mind. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) yesterday while I was toiling away on a thankless job site, which I've been doing a lot of recently, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a great paradox because I get paid well enough to not want to lose the money, but not well enough to afford anything in this area. Right. So the the Joe Gagliardi mm? that we all love, but Joe's not really good for anything. And I mean that lovingly. He's not what? He's not good for anything. Oh, okay. Well, he's good if you like uh, improv groups by the name of Cookie Necklace. He's great for that. Okay. He delivers so much Cookie Necklace. Right. Uh, and especially if you want to be uh, texted over and over to watch his online improv shows as Cookie right. Necklace. Right. That he's awesome about. Well, uh... Because who doesn't love online improv? Just like <laughs> online stand-up. Are we polling just the people in this room, or...? Oh, I'm... I'm uh... I feel that this poll of three people would be pretty representative of... Right. Zoom-prov? Zoom-prov, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he sends me a link... That mentions my uh, my sleep apnea machine called a CPAP. I don't know mm. what the fuck that stands for. Like I said, cunt something. Well, apparently that C word, that first C word, I know what it might stand for now. Yes. Cunt? Did you want me to say cunt? <laughs> I don't say that word. Okay. I'm very tired. I'm very tired. Cancer. Oh, gotcha. Cancer. <laughs> so he sends me... A post, like a, an email, I guess, I've been making around. It's just a link to it. And it says, all these CPAPs by Philips, the company that makes most of them, the maker of mine, is doing a recall because there's a foam that breaks down inside the machine. And I'm thinking, like, oh, cool, this thing might explode. Something of this nature, it might stop working, you right. know? I don't think any more of it till I get home and I Google it again, like CPAP recall to see what's happening. Mm -hmm. It turns out the CPAP has a foam inside it to keep it quiet. Right. 
So I can get my G's. Yeah. And by the way, it's not fucking quiet. I've had to learn to sleep with earplugs low these four years. Wait, wait, wait. what does it do? It like fixes your breathing? It sucks in, yeah. It's a little box that I keep next to my bed that keeps pussy away forever right. and ever. But I'm it's a hose that hooks to my face with like a, a strap. I put around, so I have what's uh, called a nasal pillow. Yeah. So it's a strap that goes under my nose, and then there's a big tube that goes to this box. This box sucks in air, uh, mixes in, there's a water tank, so that's not putting like dry air inside me and drying me out. So there's a water tank that mixes the humidity, and then that shit is shoved in my nose all night long. And so when I stop breathing, which I do sometimes, both because I have bad airways just genetically and i'm a fat slob um this thing will like increase the pressure so much that it like it like nose fucks me with air so you're already on a ventilator i don't know why you're so scared of covid you're basically already there you got the worst case scenario for covid which i mean they were they were using converted cpaps i think in italy or some shit <laughs> as ventilators right wow so i was uh, dead on uh i start googling this and the foam breaks down dot 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 into a dust gas mixture that causes lung cancer the fucking thing that i've had (laughs) next to my bedside for four years is just like pumping out radon or something equivalent to wow and then also blasting it into my fucking nostrils all night long. Has uh, Was there a reduction in the amount of foam that you observed in the model? I have not ever cracked it open to see the right. foam inside. Like, I'm trying to think of... Okay, have you ever opened, like, a high-end camera, like, mm, carrying yes. case? And it yes. has that black foam. It's like yeah. that kind of black foam. I guess Philips, a Dutch company, close enough to call them Nazis, just said, fuck it, we're rolling with this foam, and it breaks down over time and produces like a dust that then enters the machine and apparently scars the lungs and I guess can go cancerous that way, Mm -hmm. like asbestos, but also just releases a cancerous gas in the air. And this is just what Philips said this is not anyone's investigative anything. This was Philip's opening salvo that they uh, they like said. we could give you lung cancer. Do you know how fucking bad this has to be for the company's opening words to be stop using this immediately? It well, can give you lung cancer. I yeah. I mean I'm trying to think of a precedent here, and the first uh, company that pops Jill Biden is Tylenol. Yes. Now, they were very forthright about the cyanide that was in their pills. Oh, yeah. I thought that was admirable. That was a thing. But that wasn't even their fault. That was just some fucking nut bar. No, I'm just trying to think of uh, other instances. Well, right, uh, as opposed to like BP wasn't very, they didn't really take the blame on that oil spill right away, did they? I was just listening to something about that. Uh, or did they? Well, I think they kind of had to. It's kind of yeah. hard to walk. But they spread the blame. I actually just listened to Rachel Maddow going on about that. She was saying how it kind of they spread the blame around. And she oh, okay. made a joke that it takes a village for such a disaster to happen. Uh-huh. Mm. Reference. It to would be kind of funny if Phillips said, like, look, we have this uh, malfunction in our product. 
Yeah. And uh, we think it has to do with GE light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's GE's fault. Um. Well, hey, I you know I I do think the bright side here is I wasn't going anywhere anyway. Uh. Well, no. Well, no. It, you obviously care about your life because I had thought you had died already, just internally. I've said this before, and I mean this very unironically. Once my current batch of cats dies, the only thing that will upset me about death is there will be more like Mario and Zelda games and Metroid games, like specifically Nintendo games that will be made that I won't get to play. Current batch of cats? Did you like make them in an oven, like with a dough? (laughs) There's two from a litter, so I refer to it as a batch. Let this me ask you this. Squad, I'll I take a baker's dozen of those kittens <laughs> over there. Have you been sleeping better thanks to this device? Very much so. And you've felt better during the day thanks to sleeping yeah. better. Yeah, that is why if it sounds like I'm dragging ass on this I'm... episode, I slept without my machine last night and like woke up exhausted. Have like, you I'd thought been of in my sleep. calling like a university like science lab or some kind of, uh, I don't know, Dow chemicals and just like, how much do I have to breathe in and into this stuff for over how long of a period of time for me to really start to worry? I haven't yet. I mean, it just hit me yesterday. Like I just got the news. Yesterday. I'm actually like working. really surprised at how upset you are. I mean, the benefits <laughs> of a good night's of sleep, like on your lifespan are proven. So maybe it like Lung averages out. Proven. To... I mean, given my dad croaked of it, it's a uh, right. It's a I mean, spot. if you get it, you're, but you're ah, just getting a higher that, risk. Of okay. It. You're yeah. getting a higher risk of lung cancer with well, the foam. It's like one of the death sentenciest of the cancers. It's like that in pancreatic. Man. Yeah. I was thinking about pancreatic. They're cancer getting pretty the good though. Day. They replace lungs. They do lung transplants these days. I don't think that cures lung cancer. Well, I and can. then you're on immunosuppressants well, uh, your whole life. Actually, there'll be advances in medicine by the time you're in your 80s or 90s where 3D printing in medical technology mm-hmm. will be able to just kind of print up artificial um, organs that your body won't reject. I yeah, mean, or anyway, what if you got a, the first baboon lung transplant? That would be kind of cool. You think if I like I I think slip them a 50, they would throw in the dick as well? You want a baboon cock? I do. Like, just stuff the extra meat inside I, mine. I understand <laughs> your line of thinking. I, I don't know anything about baboon cock. Me neither. It's probably misshapen. it misshapen. sounds like it should be huge. Yeah. Do you, mm. I, I hate... Is, does Not any sure. animal dick look pretty much like human dick? Like, I figure, like, an Monkey ape dick has, has to look, Monkey. yeah, look close like to us, ours. So. I think um, they all just kind of resemble lipstick. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty small, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. Maybe no, but maybe a baboon. No, I don't know. But maybe I could just add it to the side. Like <laughs> I a think that's one horn. of like humans. The, your insurance covers the lungs. The part about the baboon penis uh, has been. <laughs> that's a, why I slipped you the fifty. Well, that's that's, that's, that's been a tough I, sell. I feel a kinship with the with those. I think they're growers, not showers, which is what I am. So I'm just at this age. I'm neither. <laughs> like I like I stare at it. I'm like, is this all I've got? And then I'll do like stretches and whatever the fuck else I can to try to get anything in there. I'm just like, wow. Uh, what happened to you? So much CPAP. Well, you can get another CPAP machine. Are you sending this one back? I mean, I just Did you call the customer service line. So I already called the people that gave me my CPAP. It's called like a DME company or something like that. Uh, they are like coming up pretty much. Their line was, we are reaching out to the affected customers, you know, give us your info, yada, yada. So they're trying to kick the can down the road. 
I mean, clearly I should be getting some sort of replacement for this fucking thing. Would you want another Phillips? No, sir. Or, I mean, is it just this one particular model? I won't eat their crab cakes anymore. Put it no, or use their screwdrivers. Yeah. They're all dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like Phillips. I had a good pair of headphones. Not even watching made. the movie about their captain. Captain Phillips? Oh, captain Fe- oh. Was that Tom Hanks, the <laughs> Somali pirates? <laughs> that's, that's as good as a Amir joke. Oh, God. He uh, he played uh, that right after he played the uh, Captain Sully, right? Yeah, he was doing a lot of captaining. Did he, yeah, did he play a train yeah. conductor after that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Captain Casey! Him and Tennille. <laughs> right. I, I'm fascinated by the whole sleeping better thing because I don't ever... I'm not sure if I just never get a good night's sleep or I always do. Like, I'll notice if I have... Four hours or less, and you know that thing where you like you've stayed up pretty much all night or an all nighter, and you feel like shit and you're tired. But I don't have this thing where it's like, oh my god, I had a great night's sleep. I feel better today than. Well, I can usually we get feel. into what your sleep is? Well, like my stop, sleep is totally fucked. Stop but, I mean, talking like you have human sleep. <laughs> I don't have human sleep, but like, right? Like, Just tell people what your sleep schedule is. Fucking, why are you pussyfooting around? Tell us. I Michael's wake up at, at the crack of noon. That, you, sleep, like, you sleep till noon? No. I usually that is like an early noon. fucking day. That's an day. early day. Noon is an early... Well, I've... Are you retired? I ha- I'm pretty much retired. I lost, oh, wow. I, I, my last gig... My last paid job bartending was in <laughs> between lockdowns. I was expecting okay, you I'm to say, like, like throw October. You bus, but how many hours a week were you bartending? Uh, was that your retirement job? It was a part-time. It was part-time. Gig, yeah. It was part time, and also, yeah, the hours were already fucked. But then, like, what yeah, was the job, job before the bartending? That's what I'm trying to get to. Uh, barista. Wait, wh- how <laughs> did you invent coffee? <laughs> like, what? What was? Uh, no. What was the? Uh, how are you able to? Re- you look like a, pr- a pretty young guy. You guys are like, thirties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Berlin's a very cheap city, and uh, I, I sort of, I don't know. Well, I don't you know how I survived. grew up in Chantilly. So, yeah. All right, this no, is, well, was, this is been... like how the, when they wondered how Tommy Wiseau financed the room. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, I didn't finance anything except just. And he just survival. kept being like, no, "I'm like, from Rich, Germany." Rich is the absolute master of being able to like live on just nothing, like Kramer. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I am a little bit like Kramer. Mm. Yeah, I'm like a Kramer and George Costanza with the like a little bit of Costanza thing going on. Uh, okay. I always. A lot of things that happened to Costanza and Seinfeld when I was young, I was like, oh, man, I really like that's so funny. And I can imagine that happening. And then in my life, it has happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is it self-fulfilling? Because I loved Seinfeld so much and I somehow made these things happen to me, you know? Well, I mean, your mom has walked in on you masturbating to glamour countless times. No. Well, <laughs> I haven't gotten I don't know if I've gotten a walk in. uh well, I've gotten the walk in. Well, I got May May walked in. Is your so, mother we, also we, the mother of Paris Hilton? Because, like, this is how this is tracking is like, you sound like a black sheep of a very wealthy, no. sort of like, you know, <laughs> I prestigious am the black family. Sheep, so. You're like, well, like uh, our daughter's, uh, you know, all over, you know, here's, media. Here's the and thing. Here's the thing. Uh, I am currently vying for a room in Berlin that I think is probably not even a good price because it's two women in a three-person apartment. They need a third because the girl's moving out. 
It's 440 euros a month. So a little bit less than 500 mm-hmm. bucks a month for like, you know, living in the city. It's it's the outskirts. It's, it's kind of a neighborhood. Down the hall. <laughs> well, oh, three's company. Okay, I got it. <laughs> uh, I think it's at a dock. It's three's company. Everybody, all the young, all the young listeners are going to. Yeah. They just cracked up at that. They're like, three's company. I remember that show from <laughs> when I was negative 10 years old. Yeah. Uh, so it's very cheap to live there. And like you can eat for two euros you can get a two euro donor or something three euros you know and like if you go to like Lidl or something you're fucking set for you know a month on hundred so you can uh you don't have to earn like a ton also but i've just been dumb but if you're smart and i think if you're german it's easier but you can get money from the government if you make less than like 800 a month they're like oh this is not right like you need to be complimented up till that amount mm. and rent is less than that so like you don't really have to do anything it's a six it's a bad system for like capitalist uh endeavor but and Sounds yet but heavenly to me yeah <laughs> well lots of people make a ton of money and then they make the rent prices go up and then all the like bohemians are like in the streets protesting and it's a whole thing uh. the communists i don't know if they're called officially communists but like the green party of the city just enacted rent control which went into effect like a year or two ago because it passed they were like this city is now rent controlled all of the rent that you guys paid over x amount per square foot is is given back to you and then a few months ago the national sort of supreme court was like this is of germany just to be clear uh was (laughs) like uh no actually that's unconstitutional you can't like control people's rent or something and then all these people now have to pay back the money that they got wow. <laughs> refunded for their rents. Okay, my buddy Kevin, who's uh, uh, an employee. Well, everyone's like me and just sits on thousands upon thousands. Right, of dollars, right. No, right. yeah, every, yeah, they're all screwed. I think, but I, I'm I'm just subletting from people, and I got really lucky. I the only reason I moved to Berlin in the first place because I made a lot of friends that are that are making a ton of money as programmers mm. when I worked for SoundCloud there. Then I moved back into my grandma's place. Maymay. Very popular. This is the Maymay that caught yeah, him yeah. masturbating. Yeah. Oh, Maymay did? Well, she, is it, does it count as being caught if they don't, if they're not aware of what's too. happening? And like, whatever she may have seen, she forgot. I always thought it only counted if they actually ask you. Okay. So I would continue. What, ask you to show it? No, just like, <laughs> are you masturbating? <laughs> Yeah, that's what have you got there, John? Oh, bad boy, mom. (laughs) Just, just keep going. So if they, if they, (laughs) don't let me slow you down one bit. Oh yeah, this is a this is a Reddit post with a lot of upvotes right now. (laughs) Do you need two tissues or a paper towel? My arm's broken, mom. (laughs) I can't finish. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if it counts because she would have she was senile and she would have forgotten whatever she saw. So I mean. She could have thought you were sewing or something. Yeah. And she also, I mean, she was also very like, you know, she was born in 1918. Like, I don't know what that. They, they had had invented masturbation. Long before masturbation was yeah. even ever even <laughs> conceived in someone's head. It does head. not exist. <laughs> you know. Created by Hitler on the eve of war. Right, right, yeah. Masturbation has played an important part in Western civilization. <laughs> it's so one then, good thing that the Nazis did yeah. do for us. That yeah. and those little VWs. <laughs> oh boy! If the Nazis invented masturbation, then that would be a—it would be a controversial topic. I, you know what? I—I uh, I have to say, I've always liked German women. Do you? Do you like the women that you meet over there? I've had a lot of trouble. I don't really get where they are at at any given point in terms of like location. Yeah, are they interested or not? Like, it's hard to get. Just use Find signals. My iPhone. What's 
<laughs> no, like they're not flirty. So what? The famously yeah, outgoing the and sexual Germans. Yeah, well, sexual in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's it's uh, it's tough. Uh, I've gotten a couple. Have you and, tried and then, just giving them the old Mei What? Oh, like just uh, you mean the Louis C.K. Just <laughs> masturbating in yeah. front of them. I don't think that's called the Mei I think that has oh. a different name these days, in, in the comedy world at least. Uh, no, I have I've hooked up with a couple German women, but they were like one night. I don't. There was a one night stand with one who like literally was the one that picked me up at a bar. Describe them. She was not bad. She was clearly at the time, and this was a long time ago. So she was like, I don't know how old she was, but she must have. She was married and with a kid, but they had just divorced or something. Uh-huh. So she was like, I'm looking for like a revenge fuck type thing. Yeah, you and, realize like, married a with a kid could still be ten years. So when you say, than <laughs> yeah, that's true, but picked, she didn't look ten years. Picked you up at a bar. Did she approach you, she or were you guys you? both yeah. sitting there? I was supposed to meet someone. They didn't show. My phone was dead. I sat there just drinking a wine by myself, and her and her friend were checking me out. And then eventually, what did the checking out like? Just like, like they were just like looking at me, like, "Oh, this guy's by himself." I think when the guy's by himself, it's like non-threatening. It's actually a really good position to be. And I was obviously bored. I was like, "What am I doing here? I guess I just have to finish this drink. No one's gonna <laughs> show up." And she actually comes up and talks to me, but her English was really bad, so her friend had to be like translator. Mm-hmm. Plus, she was like pretty drunk. Mm. And so, so we, she's making the friend say, uh, she says she wants to suck your cock. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, did she kind of lead that she was getting out of divorce? No, I learned that like later on, no. like at her place. With, like, as, a as you scoot you know? into bed next to yeah. her husband. Yeah. <laughs> I realized it like progressively or something, but Mom, I had another <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> I, I have some roommates. <laughs> <laughs> to me, there were two really German things about it, which were funny. Which was well, so event- play and what else? <laughs> eventually, so eventually, the friend is just like she just starts making out with me, and the friend is like, "Well, I guess I'm done here. I'm, my work is done." <laughs> like, oh, oh okay. did you reach out and just grab her by the tit and say, "No, it's not." Uh, I went. No, I was not that smooth. I mean, I was. <laughs> I was not that smooth. <laughs> I was uh, not that assaultive. Yeah, I was not that assault. Like I let my, my mind smooth and assault. Yeah. That's healthy. No, she, I had to, but she ended up being so drunk. I had to take her home and be sort of the gentleman. And I couldn't, and then I was like, the oh, I forgot to pick did fuck her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, that was, well, so it was one of those things where like I put her to bed and then I like, stuck and then I woke her up. I was like, well, I guess I'll just, uh, I'll stick around, you know? And then like middle of the night, she's kind of like, once she up, barks up and she like, right now nah, she was okay. And then she's like, fick mish, fick mish. Uh-huh. And that's how I learned that. Phrase ah, okay. I don't know if you can noodle that one out. I figured uh, it out. Something about love. <laughs> fuck me? Yeah, it's fuck yeah. me. It means fuck me. So I was like, oh, that's yeah. kind of a hot. That's a, German's rarely hot. Fick me? Fick yeah. me? Fick mish. Fick mish. Sounds yeah. kind of like fick fuck mish. Well, it's like, well, you know, uh, you, you, they say it in the Rammstein song, you know, mish. Ich will ficken. Yeah. 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 And then the funniest Dil thing, fick and mish. it was nice. It was good. I mean, she was older, but it did was, you describe was it that way to her? This is nice. This, this is good. This is <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't bad. Uh, she made fun of me. She this made is fun not of me bad. I was a little bit freaked out about the no protection thing, and then she's just like, "That's also how I knew she was older." She was like, "Lol, I just got out of a like loveless marriage. I haven't fucked in like years, and like you know, 
like you're ridiculous for even being worried about it and like i couldn't have a kid if i wanted to and i'm like whoa all right okay fair <laughs> enough. and then so like what i'm hearing is you have a down syndrome <laughs> german child i don't know she mm. was very like dismissive but then in the morning i like walked her we walked out and i kind of walked her to her car or whatever and I'm like, so... Uh, <laughs> then you went back into her place and made <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I, well, actually, at the time, I was living on my friend's couch. So I think I was just happy to have a bed. Mm. But uh, she, I'm like, I guess I was kind of going through the motions because we still couldn't get on that well. Like, she couldn't speak English very well. And my German was... I apologize, by the way. We're not in the middle of, like, a chainsaw contest <laughs> or whatever the fuck that car, would be. Yeah. There's just assholes on scooters near Mike's apartment. Yeah, a lot of scooters near here. I don't know what is up with that. Yeah. Anyway, to, to get long story <laughs> short, like she, I, asked for, population. I asked for her number and she just laughs in my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. the German directness. She's like, because it was kind of like obviously a one night stand and I was right. doing the thing where you're just like, hey, I guess I should ask for your number, you know? And she's like, just laughs in my face. Like, I know, what are you, who are you kidding? Like, you're not right. going to call me. I'm not going to call you, you know? Bye. Yeah, I'll write this down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fünf, 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 fünf. And I was like all sad about it. And then I was like, because it was like shocking. It was like kind of felt bad. And right. then I was like, I guess she's right. Like it was just a one-time thing. She's just being honest about it, you know? And it felt bad. I was like, oh. I was like, ah, I guess. Yeah, you're almost like reacting like how you think you're supposed to react. Yeah. 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 Well, of course you want it's going to read even if you want out the instant you are rejected on any level you're like no right yeah. i'll adopt that fucking kid of yours <laughs> right exactly right like, it's not like i was in love I was let's just work like, this out come on <laughs> you just made the biggest mistake of your life i love you, <laughs> you bitch it didn't seem like it but i love you <laughs> you never ran into her again or no nah, nah, that's mm. a big city I mean, yeah never ran into her uh, I just thought I, the funniest part to me was just that, like the laughing at like asking for the number, like it's just uh, that's German to me. That sums up that German, very just funny. really right. fucking direct, direct, like just this is no bullshit, you know, like and then or like uh, you know, once I went to I was trying to say something nice to a girl in a club, and I was just like, oh, you know, I really like your shirt. She's like, the what does <laughs> like, that mean? Really unfriendly. Really. Like what? Like what do you want? Type thing. Like it means how? I think, but uh, it just means like, like her tone was like, "Get out of my face!" Right. Yeah. yeah. So they they can be kind of mean. Even on ecstasy, I had a, I had a bit on in stand up where like I did ecstasy with these people, and then like they gave me an extra pill, and I don't know why. I saw them converse between them. They knew I was like not a big drug user, and they're like, "Hmm, how many pills should we give him? Let's give him a second one." And that same girl later the other friend who had also had a second one was like needed to be taken care of. And she's like, I need you to take care of this person. Like you know, jerked every, off. you know, they're like, <laughs> everybody gets really worried and like concerned, especially women. They're just like, you need to take care of her. She's gotten too many drugs. And it's like, yes, we did too many drugs. You made the choice to do too many drugs. Yeah. And you like, were fine though. No, I, I wasn't. Mean, I was obviously uh, were... like really high. And she, I sort of was like, but I, I was aware it was going on, but she, I was you didn't kind need of to like, be taken care of though. No, I wasn't like sprawled yeah. on the floor, but I was just kind of like staring into space and laughing. And she's like, are you going to be able to take care of her? And I was just like, ah, yeah, yeah. Like she provide going, a house. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, she, well, this girl was like wandering around looking for a couple that she had met. Cause you want to have a threesome. <laughs> So oh wow! Like, a great girl. And uh, well, we, <laughs> again, like German oh, women are very direct. Yeah. yeah. 
And then, and I just remember, like, I was just, I knew what she was what? saying. I was like, yeah, they I can take care of her. pointing to her badge. And she just got annoyed because I was, like, too high. And she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you're useless. Go away. And she, like, took me by the shirt and, like, oh, threw wow. me into the dance floor. Like, get away from how here. How large was this woman? I like, how she, yeah. I, I like how she threw you into the dance yeah. floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, get away. You now useless. show me your moves. <laughs> you're right. It's like, yeah, I'm useless because you gave me too much ecstasy. Like, Wait, why do you think they gave you too much? I don't as, know. I as really we've don't know. all said in Berlin once or twice. Right. I, I, really, I really don't know. And I also don't know why I just took it without even knowing what it was. I have theories. <laughs> well, yeah. I really... Do, do well, you had an idea, with right? work in the morning? How could you? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have shit to do in the morning, but also like... You had an idea that you, you at least thought this was ecstasy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty, it's not I'm like you're sure. like, hey, we're going to do yeah, these sleeping pills. I didn't think they were like, me because that would be like, yeah. I, that's not my thing. Well, because I could tell also by the way they were acting on the way. Like, they brought me to a club, and they were all, like, really lovey-dovey and stuff. And so were like, you familiar with these girls? Yeah, well, I was living with the one girl who was the one who dragged me out, and she was the one who needed to be taken care of later. But I kind of really trusted her because she's, like, VP of, like, business at this, like, huge startup, which is the Phillips. one I worked for. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not she, as huge as Phillips. But, like, yeah. she, like, makes a lot of she money. She installs Yeah, the, yeah, uh, whatever, <laughs> foam. <laughs> yeah. She makes Spots a lot of money foam, stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh, whatever she's doing, I'm going to go with that because, you know. Uh, okay. And it turns out she's like also. I mean, the world is run by psychopaths. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Like, did you ever watch American Psycho? And you're like, Patrick Bateman seems like a good guy. Let's, <laughs> let's drink. Wait, I'm trying to get back there to your original train of thought on uh, why the leading up to giving you two pills. What was your premise there? <laughs> the premise. Uh, well, the, I remember she just slipped me one pill, and I was like. Well, like I said, I had the logic that I was like, oh, I trust this person. All right, let's do it. I haven't done knee in like 15 years. Fuck it. Right. And then I saw her turn to her friend and like they conversed together and like kind of like, oh, should we? Shouldn't we? And then she takes another pill and gives it to me. And I'm like, what What was going? What was that conversation? Right, right. Oh, he's American. He needs yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. Bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. Like, I keisted these. I'm afraid two will give him E. coli. <laughs> Just <laughs> give it to him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I ended up making out with the one girl who I, I, I was living with and who was looking for a threesome. And she kept interrupting the make out looking for a threesome. And it was weird. She was How bad did it feel that you were there for a chick? And she's was like, she? I'm kicking this guy out. <laughs> it's like, I'm looking for a threesome. And you're like, well, where's the third? She's like, no, I need a second and a third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I was wondering is like, was there a third that she was interested in or she just wanted to have a threesome? Yeah. No, no. Well, okay. So. This was a girl that I, I was living with. She was my friend's ex, and it was weird because she, like I said, she had this amazing penthouse apartment. This is also part of why I could live on like five hundred a month as a bartender, because she was just giving, letting me stay at this place for free because she didn't want to like lose it. She was like working in New York, taking flights back and forth. She just wanted a pad, mm. but it's too nice of a pad to just like not get any income. So she was letting me stay super cheap, and like it was this amazing penthouse apartment. I brought like a girl back and. She was like, wow, bartending like pays like a lot. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was like, like a view over like the Berlin antenna thing, the TV antenna, like a terrace. The Bundesstaaten. And, and, and she, oh, and she also had a dog and she had this couple dog sit for her. And she, she later told me she came back from picking up the dog when she was back from New York. She's like, you know, I have to tell you something like me and that girl who was, who I was dog sitting for, we hooked up. I was like, Jesus Christ. Everyone in Berlin is getting at stuff from me like I've, 
I'm I talking hate the, about the I hate few the vagary of when women say that when they're like, I hooked up with a girl because you're like, to them, it could just mean like we made out a little bit. But as a guy, you're like, all right, like who tongued who's twat? Right. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't get into. I mean, it sounded like it was more than making out. I think she all said right, like good. there was more than that. But like she put the ecstasy on her tongue and then popped it in my honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they were on drugs. I think I don't know. But anyway, she told me about that, and then later we went out to the club with them, and she was trying to find them to repeat that experience. Ah, obviously. okay, mm. okay. But I endeared myself to her because she told me that story at night, and then the next day we were out of olive oil. And I went and got Lesbos olive oil and put it right on the table. Mm-hmm. And, and then sent her a message. Yeah. And she thought it was the funniest thing ever. So <laughs> it doesn't take much to make Germans laugh. So. <laughs> I am full of mouth. <laughs> Lesbos. I thought it was a really dumb joke, but like, yeah. <laughs> looked like good olive oil. And I put a can of tuna on top of right. it. Get it? That's what I should have done. Like yeah. a sea. But yeah, so that was a, that was a wild night. And uh, that was it was just insane. And then she moved to New York. She progressively was moving her shit to New York. She moved her entire kitchen to New York. So there was the very beginning of COVID before it was known that it was a thing. I was living without a kitchen in this penthouse apartment that was just humongous. But I had no like. How did you do it? I just ate fast food all the time. <laughs> oh, wow. And I'm pretty sure I did get COVID because there was a time where I got really sick. I didn't leave the apartment and I just would like go downstairs for like a kebab <laughs> and like a soup. <laughs> How would you get sick with all this nutrition? I in know. You? Hey, mm. you know, some of them are pretty good. And then, and I just, I think I couldn't, I can't remember if I couldn't taste anything or not, but I know I had shortness of breath. I couldn't fucking breathe. Mm, and that yeah. freaked me out. And that was like January. You also had the apartment yeah. rolling your own smoke. Yeah, yeah. 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 You also had just bought a Phillips CPAP machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I had sleep apnea. Uh, no, John's convinced that I do have sleep apnea, but I don't. I don't know. You, you seem you like say that like we've slept together or something. <laughs> I just, Several times. Like you live unhealthily and you're forty. <laughs> I'm just rolling. I think Michael's probably got it too. Oh yeah. I heard I, him I, knocked out once in the hospital, and he was like, "You could hear this motherfucker down the hallway." Really? Yeah, 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 that's the thing. I slept when I stayed at Ben Cole's. I was on his couch in the living room, and he told me he was worried I was going to die during the night because I was like, huh. you know, that thing where you like mm. stop breathing. Yeah, that's called stomach. apnea. Yeah, that's why I'm like, it seems like I have it. Yeah. So you probably do. <laughs> You're like, I just look. Maybe I have it. Maybe I don't. Am I overweight? Sure. Do I drink most of the night? Yeah. Do I smoke a lot? Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe. Well, there's this company that makes screwdrivers <laughs> and crab cakes yeah. that also make a great CPAP machine. Yeah. yeah. Well, I stopped smoking, so my lung cancer risk, I mean, until tonight, yeah. my lung cancer risk is, is reduced. But so now you can so get a CPAP, CPAP because machine. that'll only bump you up to like a medium risk. But I really don't feel like, because I read the sleep apnea, you wake up feeling like you didn't sleep. Like you're tired as mm. if you didn't sleep. I just want to punch you every time you talk about your sleep like it's normal <laughs> again hey you, well, go, I t- you go to bed at like six seven in the morning if yes. not later <laughs> get and then wake eight. up at like two a lot of the time. no i get eight hours that's yeah. i told my so, shrink i was like i think i'm an insane person because my sleep is crazy she's like well how many hours a night do you get and i'm like i don't know eight to ten and she's like oh, you're fine eight to ten <laughs> i mean ten is like Big time, you're in puberty still territory. Do you ever sleep more than like eight? I really don't. Uh, every once in a while, but not regularly. Yeah. If I if I do like no alarm, which is what you're supposed to do to find out like what you need, I got I get the ten. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. But like if I have an obviously I don't usually do that, but yeah, 10, 10 is good. A little bit less. Wow. But so, but so like my doctor was just like, yeah, so it's a normal amount of sleep. You're just have a fucked up schedule. Like people who have a night shift and I'm like, yeah, my night shift is playing Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a job. Well, you know, uh, I actually talked to my buddy, Steve, uh, Sykes, who, uh, very funny man, mm-hmm. very funny accountant. Mm-hmm. But before you had like a normal job and stuff, I actually went to him for advice because like I remember it now because I was looking at him. He's like, you've got like a normal, you've got like an accountant. He's not an accountant at a Republican firm or something. And he wakes up at seven and all this stuff. Back when I knew him, he would like stay up to listen to Howard Stern's show until it ended. And then he would go to sleep. Yeah. Mm. I mean, people do weird shit in their early 20s. This was late 20s, but yeah. Okay. And, and I was like, well, how did you plus. move on from that? He's like, well, I don't know. I got a job and I had to wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like you've had jobs and then just like slept in still and showed up late. Like I've never known you to be on time for a job. Well, when I worked from home, I was on time, which is what everyone does nowadays. Fair mm. enough. Actually, I remember my last job in the States, I was working from home. Yeah, and you were up at like ten, ten thirty in the morning yeah. to a well, no, of would, emails saying where the hell are you? No, no, no. I would, I would. No, that's not true. I would answer emails at like eight thirty that that I needed to, and then I'd go back to sleep, which I think is like, I think the past year has been people doing that a lot. <laughs> I don't know, man. And I remember, but even then, I went. Then he, my boss finally got us an office. He wanted to cut costs. He didn't have an office. We got an office. I got in there, and I was like. He's like, oh, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm adjusting to, you know, having to commute, you know, get up a little earlier. And he, like, took that way the wrong way. Like, I, like, lost a job. He was like, yeah, I never got over when you said that, like, you have to wake up earlier now that you, we have an office. And it's like, well, I do. It's like an hour-long commute. Right. <laughs> like, regardless of whether or not I was sleeping in. Yeah. But he, like, I guess assumed the same thing you did. But. I mean, I remember you telling me that you would wake up just straight up at 10 to a lot of where are you emails. Oh, really? I don't yes. really, I don't, I don't know. I think it's I did stuck okay. with me. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that happened a lot, but I, 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 I remember usually that's the worst way to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like waking up with like a huge dick in my mouth. <laughs> then, that, that would be another one. That depends yeah. on what you prefer. I'm like, Oh, I thought it was my CPAP. <laughs> Some people like it. Some people would like that. So I watched this guy do stand up the other night. Mm-hmm. Who was that? Rich Killiam. Oh yes. Yeah. I watched this character do. Stand-up. Yeah. How was uh, your venture back into the open mic world of live comedy? Yeah. Well, for me, it was a uh, not back into. I mean, it was back into, but it was from Berlin open mic scene to, I guess, DMV area. Yeah. Northern Virginia area. Yeah. It's pretty much the same. Cured me of my urge to do that shit. Oh, really? Was it? I mean, Mike, I know you and I every so often are like, we have to do this. Mm. We have to write. We have to get together. We have to do some mics. Right. We arrived at about 6.20 for a sign-up at 6.30 from Mike that started at 7.30. Mm-hmm. So already my mind's a little blown. Like, you need an hour to compile this list? This asshole right here that I'm pointing toward. That's me. Gets on stage, I want to say, like, 10.35. Oh, wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. The show started at 7. 7.30. Who was hosting it was that? Hour. Where was it? Josh King. Josh King. Josh King. Josh King, yeah. Uh, 
like some Afghan war vet or some shit. He mm. was Jewish. He fought in the war in Afghanistan and had both his legs blown off. Uh-huh. Which, of course, you see him and you're like, is the peace intact? Oh, like, my God, that never occurred. You are so gay. <laughs> I never mm. That thought never crossed my you mind. You've never I did not seen think a guy who stepped on a landmine and you're like, is his dick and ball still no, there? I'm not looking to wake up with mm. it in my mouth, so I didn't think about it. I'm not looking. It just happens. Weren't you listening? <laughs> Uh, I mean, no, I'm always like, I, you have to think whatever upward force was enough to take something from the ankle to the knee. You're like, I hope he was crossing his legs as this happened. Cause yeah. like, yeah, he didn't have any jokes about it, which means it's probably around or it's not You're. I feel like that means it's around because he would joke about how yeah. it's not. So was, uh, did the mic list fill up quickly? I, I get. It. I mean, I it think was one of the so problems deep. is they let people sign up late, okay. so the mic list was like ever expanding, and then as it went on, the host complained about it expanding, which seems like a bad way of hosting. Like we have so much comedy, it's too much. Well, it's, it's so weird to just be like, if only someone could stop this. Alas, <laughs> I lack the power. You know, if it's if only could someone could not practice all their different right. type fives between each open micers at. which apparently i didn't think he was doing that so much but both my friend Anne, who uh, came with and rich insist that this guy was doing several minutes yeah. in between a yeah lot that'll of slow it down well i've done i've done two open mics in the u.s now and the other one was the same amount of similar amount of no more comics it was 50 comics in philadelphia and they just did like one line a one liner and then hey introduce the next guy like this guy was doing like an extended bit between mm. each act. I was telling Killiam, I was like, I'm strangely really good as a host because I hate stand up, mm. so I don't have any bits ready yeah. to go. But I am able to improvise like a line right. or two, yeah, and then this, I'm like, and then the next guy. This right. was just an excuse for him to have a longer stand up. But that's every fucking stand up I've ever yeah. seen host in this area. I and I'm not saying this to throw anyone under the bus. I just genuinely fucking stand-up can eat my shit. I think we should specifically but, throw the guy under the bus that apparently you already threw under the bus on this show. We'll get to him in a second. Because he told me about him. We'll get he to told him in a second. <laughs> but there was a comic, Petey Steele, that I remember who was hosting and would like open with a 15. And, and I'm not saying it was bad or good. It was fine. But it's like, I remember this dude in between comics would just do like a 10 here, a 5 here. And it was like, this dude did an hour special by the end Ooh, of the fucking... Right. Yeah, you can't you can't do that at an open mic with thirty comics. I mean, that's just crazy. Right, and there was no break. Now, you've have you done a lot of open mics in the states? Sam, I used to host an open mic uh, a while back, and I I like, hated hosting. AA doesn't count, right? I uh, <laughs> I hated hosting so much. Uh, I would get up there almost and not do enough of just like filler transition segue mm-hmm. it'd be like yeah that, that was good all right next guy up <laughs> yeah. but um yeah you want to keep the show moving what did do, you hate about it exactly i just hated it i i you know what i think i would do much better with it now i just was i just felt really uncomfortable you're supposed to do crowd work is what i but you doing. were you trying to be a stand-up like i don't yeah both and okay. I mean, I got better at it, but I was never comfortable with it. So really? did your did your shows have breaks like a half? Maybe every point, once in a while. Break? But OK, would, did the audience stick around for this? There well, was, there, they dude, just it was coming the, and going. It was the what do you expect on an open mic? It's just an audience of micers. Right. Like there was literally no, there, a there little were, there were there was a little friends. wedding party. 
like just a, a I guess what a newlywed couple and a couple of their friends that left about four to five comics in, mm. and whatever degenerate was on stage was like. Oh, I guess we walked him. Oh, or yeah. I walked him. It's like you that was kind of funny, shit. actually. Though Just, the, it was funny because nobody knows the term walk. Even comics don't know that term. I only know it from like a Norm Macdonald podcast or something. Where he said that once. You walk? Did you walk the room? Yeah. Did you walk the room? Oh, wait. And then he. Oh, what's up? I was trying to do a Norm Macdonald impression. I forgot that I'm with literally Norm Macdonald. Oh, <laughs> I haven't done it in person. Did you? Uh, did you? <laughs> I haven't done it. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, you walked the room. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah. That guy was uh, that guy was not good. <laughs> that is the it. best Norm Macdonald impression. We should do like yeah, like Stern back in the day would just say, "I have Norm Macdonald on my show." Like, "Welcome to the show." Yeah, and just have him say outrageous stuff. Except Norm already says outrageous stuff. So it was just evil yeah. Dave Letterman. <laughs> evil Norm is just Norm. So. Like, oh, who's funnier than Sarah Silverman? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Uh, so what? What else happened with this mic that you were getting? Well, so what I was saying, I've never been to a mic, but I've only been to mics in Berlin. They're always a break halfway through, and I think it's because everybody's a smoker, so uh, you can't yeah. do like three hour show. Smokers are just gonna we have to drop a synchronized right. German deuce. <laughs> they all they all have to go out to smoke after like I don't know like forty five minutes or something. So there's always a halfway break that's like. 10 to 15 minutes right. of people getting, getting drinks. And also it makes money for the bar because people can go get drinks. So I don't get why there's not, because the other one, yeah, every also, mic in America is just a piece of shit. Comics probably going to the bar and being like, I'm performing. Do I get one for free? Well, I did that, but <laughs> yeah, you fucking garbage person. Dude, that's half of the reason I got into stand up for the free drinks. You always you used to get two free drinks at the open mic. I started with, It'd be, and they stopped the doing conceit that. of these open micers the thought that they bring in a goddamn soul <laughs> is infuriating well they do i don't know man the one i do joke time in berlin oh they because and i realize it's because it's one of the only free shows so all the tourists that are cheap and young are like here's something in english it's free let's go to this mm-hmm. and then they throw right. in like five years at the end uh it gets it gets a crowd and there was a crowd Sunday night at this was in Springfield. Should we should we plug the the place? What the fuck, Kilroy's? Kilroy's in Springfield. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, off of Ravensworth. Yes, I think so. I off know. the interchange. It's like off a, the interchange yeah. on Braddock. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay, I didn't know that. All right. And uh, there were some people. I mean, there was a group of, and I thought one of the girls was really cute. That was with. Uh, I think the guy who was the quote unquote headliner okay. who organized the whole thing. So they stuck around. There was like four or five of them. So they someone dragged their friends. Yeah. Okay. And they, they stuck around. And then there was an old, older middle-aged like ginger that was laughing at my jokes. That's why I remember her. Mm-hmm. She was like one of the people that was actually laughing. And then there's you guys. And that was, yeah. And then the comics, I think. That's cool. It. Sounds like a banging crowd. Well, I, I honestly, at like an American open mic, from what I had heard, I thought it was literally going to be 100% comics and like nobody else. It was only 88. All of the like war stories I heard from like people who had like, you know, crossed over to the the promised land to try their jokes out. It was like, oh yeah, over there, man, you got to pay to get on stage. It's like 50, 50 open micers, zero people in the audience. It wasn't that bad, but Hmm. it was, it was poorly, it was poorly structured. But it wasn't like there was an audience. Like I've definitely done worse. But 
you know. Yeah. No, it sounds like it sounds like an open mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I I ran into some of the characters I knew from my days of doing a little stand up. Yeah. I was greeted warmly by Dan Kaufman. Shout out to uh, Dan Kaufman. Shout out to Dan Kaufman. Walked up, gave me a big hug from behind, then put his dick in my mouth just oh. the way I like to wake up. And then we ran into a what was this, Amir Yazdani. Well, this, this cracks me up because you said hi to him. I did. I said hi multiple times. I wasn't sure if he heard me. I was like, "Hey, what's up, man? Long time." And he was like, "Meh." Gave a little like curt kind of whatever the fuck. I was like, "All right, whatever. Maybe he's in a bad mood." And then I left, and uh, Rich Killiam. Yeah, he then, he he was the only one that sort of he was paying attention to my set, and he like rec- I'd made a reference to Kit Kat Club, which is known in Berlin as like a sex club, and I didn't know. Yeah, know that, it. he was uh, like, I know that place. That killed with a mirror, yeah. And so I talked to him after the show, and I was like, Oh, and you know John, you know Papa, you know John Marbury. He's like, I fucking hate that guy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So this is what a human being says to another human being. I was like, Oh, yeah, as a me first too. line. Is it, uh, how is this an older man like grouch? It's not. It's, no, it's like his early forties. No, Oh, is it? Uh, What's his young. name? Early mid forties. Amir. It's like Yazandi or Yazdani or some shit. What's his issue? I mean, there's a lot. Uh, he told me specifically that John talked shit about him on his on this show. Which, he, so I was like, my takeaway was like, holy shit, you listen to Papa's Basement? I know, right? <laughs> That's not good. People, all right. I'm like his best friend now. Hey, Amir, uh, if you're listening, uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> 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 Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, I hope he's. I hope he still listens. It's like the people who like the hate. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Listen just to hate something, right? No, I mean, uh, I if I recall the bit years ago, it was back when we had a, another comic. Actually, I think his name was Travis Dorward. I think I was. Jeez, these are great stage names. Yeah, Travis. I think. Uh, yeah, he was on the show. It was the two of us, and we were talking about Amir as a host, and I think like we were joking and heightening. To the point where we're saying like, yeah, Amir pretty much like pulls aside literally any woman on the bill and then sometimes just like rapes them right mm. there on stage. Things of that nature, you know, like mm. uh, Amir, to my knowledge, not a rapist. Say what you want about the guy. He's never assaulted. A woman Usually ever. if you rape someone uh, in front of people with a microphone, it gets around stage, in the community. Yeah. 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 Someone will someone will probably call the cops. Well, yeah, I, I, I could understand somebody not being super happy so, about being accused of rapes on the on a podcast but. yeah you know i mean we were saying it as we laughed so it's not like we were breaking any news well uh, i you know and then <laughs> as soon as we got off air he like calls and like in a menacing way is like what the fuck did you say about me and i was like man we're just bullshit you know like come on and he was like if you ever like started in that and like it just clicked something in me and i just start like screaming in the fucking phone i'm like if you mm. ever fucking talk to me like this again i'll fucking murder you Do you fucking hear that and, like the people <laughs> oh, the people around me heard me reacted and like looked back and were like what happened and i was just like ah, just call from here and uh that was i guess that's where we wound up but uh, so that was the last time you talked to him so when he said that he hated you maybe that wasn't a stretch but he was friendly to you when you guys talked earlier that's why i approached yeah oh yeah yeah because to me it's like bygones are bygones we never came to blows you know what i mean like come on man it was two weeks ago yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) two weeks i've done a lot i i've had to face the reaper since then i've done some growing i want to make amends before i gosh so yeah you know i I mean i'll still say hi to him if i see him i don't give a fuck whatever man 
I just was cracking up because he just instantly like I was like, oh, you know, you know, John's like, oh, I fucking hate that asshole, <laughs> which is like, like, <laughs> like contrast that with that. if you said, you know, X to anyone in the improv community, right. you know what I mean? And then people are like, why are you so down on stand up? Like, because they're fucking garbage. And I'm not saying it to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had some good jokes, you know, uh, <laughs> I, maybe maybe that one joke. The only joke I remember maybe is the most truthful to him where he said don't yell at your balls when you get home they're very sensitive and perhaps he's very sensitive oh, I guess wow. so. that was a joke that he told i guess it's a don't joke. yell at your balls yeah he's very punny that's mm. his thing it's like but that's not puns pun. and yeah i guess yeah is it's it like dad jokes and groaners yeah. i don't know i mean like his the sensitive part is i, don't know. I mean like or, dude fucking Again, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and just knock a guy who's not on the fucking show. I don't give a shit anymore. Like, don't knock his balls. We've not we've not devoted a lot of airtime to him. Wait, he he works a lot at it. Like, he's on mics all the time, man. Well, Amir, if you're listening, yeah, man, no hard fucking feelings. I don't even know you, but (laughs) but Michael fucking hates. I want to get to know you. I'm trying to think if you joked about me raping someone, would I get angry? I mean, this is what happened. I also you would burn the evidence. I burned it. I, he knows. I also I've only hosted once, and it was right between the two lockdowns of COVID, and it was a disaster because I made those not even that bad. But I said something mm-hmm. like about the next. I was introducing comics. I was trying to introduce them in a funny way. I was desperate because see, I wouldn't really talk about raping people in front of an audience. What we do on this little yeah, podcast here? No, no, no. Right. I talked about I talked about clap for this guy as if Trump just died. Uh huh. And the guy talked to me after. He's like, you can't wish death upon anyone right before I go on stage. Like, that's fucked up. I'm a Catholic. I was like, well, all right. Well, you rolled the dice and lost. But yeah, I rolled the dice <laughs> and lost. Fine. And that shit happens. I had literally nightmares of being judged for, like, some very un-PC things I did the entirety of my sleep last night. So, yeah, my it was broken up sleep. Also rife with nightmares because of no sleep. Well, at least you were dream- dreaming you were in a deep R- a REM cycle. It yeah, was, that means it's good it sleep. Hell. I'm taking so much trazodone when I go home tonight. Fucking. In a big gold can of steel reserve. Yeah. You should get addicted yeah, to old benzos. English. What's that? You should get addicted benzos. to benzos. Yeah, I should miss, mix those with the traz and see what those, happens. I've seen people come off of benzos. It's not fun. Really? What happens? Uh, it's... Similar, I mean, I don't know if it's exactly like uh, heroin, but with benzos, you can die just like alcohol. You can die from, oh, the, from, the, from withdrawal? the withdrawal. Oh, heroin, yeah. you just you feel like you're gonna die, but you won't die. Right, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a baby doll on your ceiling. Right, so oh, but man. benzos uh, has a similar makeup to alcohol, where I guess it's like the seizures and everything, like what can happen wow. during the withdrawal. Damn. I dated someone who did not come off of benzos. Yeah. <laughs> Continued to be the, on them. All, all about the benzos? All about the Jeff Benzos, as mm-hmm. you put it. Yeah. Uh, and the alcohol at the same time. So She'll live to a ripe old age. Well, mm-hmm. maybe she's quitting, and that's why why she's going nuts. I don't know. but uh, Yeah, his, his ex uh, sent him quite a letter. Oh, really? She might be in full benzo withdrawal. Quite was it, was it a, uh, a good letter? No, no, it was very bad. Like, as far as, like, you fucker, that kind of thing? Yeah, it was... uh, Michael was asking about punctuation. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Was Was there a comma after your fucker? She's very intelligent. Did she get her there? It was a very well-written letter. Uh, Mm. It even had some, you know, 
Britishisms and stuff, like not Americans. Now, did she start off in a sort of broad, general way and eventually work down to her thesis in a specific way, then launch into it with supporting evidence? That was more of a heightening of like, it started out as an asshole and then it ended with me being a psycho. Oh, so UCB method. Yeah, (laughs) it was a little heightening the game. Was there any like, hey, I I do hope you're doing okay, though? No. No, it was a response to me sending that. Oh, did you send it? Was it a text or a letter? It was a dick pic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I sent a text along the lines of like, you know, I actually do, you know, there's some and she said she she sat down and wrote you a letter, like an e- lo- very long email. Oh, yeah. OK. I was like, gosh, was I like, mean, spare that, me that's per- your personal. trite bullshit. How did is she American? Anything. No, she's Australian. Uh, Where did you meet her? Uh, party in Berlin. Where uh, I was impersonating Jim Carrey for Halloween. Nice. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. How long did you, how long did you guys out. date? On and off throughout the pandemic. Okay. It was my pandemic experience, I think. My pandemic nice. adventure. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but she was an alcoholic and a benzo addict. I remember uh, she told me that her, she was kind of trying to get off benzos, and she told the person, well, it's okay because I'm not addicted to one type. I change type, the types that I take every night. What, what kind did she take? I don't know what the fuck. Mm. I guess Xanax is one right. of them, right? Xanax, Vicodin. She gave me... There's one of the only times I have had a horrible night of sleep and next day is when she gave me one of her pills because I couldn't get to sleep. She was like, you should try one of these. She kept trying to get me addicted to it because I guess like it would be cool to be both people addicted to Yeah, very <laughs> sleeping cool. Pills. Yeah. And I felt... I slept for a very long time. I woke up. I felt like I just wanted to sleep forever. Like I was so horrible. The next day it was just like... I just that was the worst day I've had post sleep. That was one time where I did feel horrible. What uh, when you say like she was addicted to it? What was like what was the difference in her when she was off of anything? I don't think she ever really was, was off. Uh-huh. I think she took sleeping pills every night to go to sleep and drank most nights. And you met her in Berlin. Is she still there? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. You want her number? Or? Yeah, let's call her. Let's call her. Let's get her online. We got Caroline. She from... was very funny, and she's doing a podcast on the Royals now with uh, a, a the uh, song by, yeah, Lord, by Lord. Or <laughs> no, that she's really into like uh, you know Doom. Princess Diana and all that shit. I like, like uh, Puddles the Clown rendition. Have you heard, heard that? that? Puddles the Clown. I do know that, that I looked up Lord a couple days ago on Reddit. Celebrity not safe for work because she is of age and got a little bit of a bum on her. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's your takeaway is that she has a bum? She's got a little bit of ass. I'm Lord? just saying. Yeah, Lord. Got a little bit of ass. I don't know what she looks like. She's like a is she like a white British girl? Or? Yeah. She did uh her first Lonely. live performance, like big live performance after that song got big was a very like Marilyn Mansion kind of mm. goth dressed up weird shit with her hands. And then she mm. calmed down, I guess, and was somewhat forgotten about at least on these shores but that song is fucking amazing yeah i mean that's a good it's a cool name too lord l-o-r-d-e like i thought that was a cool name for a singer you know what they call her in japan right lard (laughs) there you go no no i'm not okay with those jokes that's not that's not what i came on this podcast for like the past tense of a lion. <laughs> uh, w- w- so Pebbles the Clown did a remake of Puddles. Uh, Puddles the Clown. Wait, uh, his name is uh, Puddles Pity Party. I think is what it's called. Um, he's a uh, a guy that is. I 
can't remember his real name. He was at the mic. Yeah, he's uh, he's like six seven. He's a trained opera singer, and I actually saw these these uh, collective uh, postmodern jukebox at the Warner Theater in D.C. He wasn't there, but listen to his cover of Royals by Lord. Uh, I, I, I think the, the original song is really good. I love his, his cover. He's a clown. He dressed up. Yeah. He was, um, it's like his shtick. Yeah. And, uh, he actually, I've seen interviews (laughs) with him. (laughs) He's not a clown by birth. (laughs) He's not (laughs) a real clown, but, uh, he was actually on, um, like the voice or America's got talent and did all right. Uh, I feel like he might feel a little pigeonholed into this like shtick being a huge clown opera singer right <laughs> but he doesn't take himself very seriously he's, he's a lot of fun and he's got a, a incredible voice okay but postmodern jukebox does uh a bunch of like Sorry. what just the concept of a guy who got big as a six foot seven operatic <laughs> yeah. like, like I picture well you don't you don't keeps giving me these roles that yeah. go to yeah. big like tall I'm picturing clowns. Jenna Jameson with a load on her face and a single tear going down her cheek but what of my words <laughs> no he uh, he um, he doesn't sing it operatically he just has a booming baritone gotcha. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Shall we leave it there with puddles? Sure. Is that is that a full podcast length? That's an hour and change. Oh, goes by so fast on. It does. Beautiful podcast. Yeah. Thanks for covering for me, guys. As I nod off, <laughs> like I'm dope sick. You're on benzos. Uh, I am. You're on benzos. Uh yeah, I'm John Papa Giorgio's is Papa's Basement. Uh give us money via Patreon, P A P A apostrophe S basement. Uh mm. that's Twitter handles Papa's Basement. Insta is Papa's Basement. Killiam if they want to get a hold of you on anything. Nobody that listens to this should You'll you'll get three me. follows. I can pretty much name them. Uh I'm at R Killiam on Instagram. R K I L L I am I'm so bad yeah, at this that. shit. Yeah. Arkillium. Michael. I'm just now on Instagram at M I K A E L L John. Yeah. 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 M I K A E L L J O H N. Yeah. Uh someone please fucking contact me. <laughs> like reach out and just say hello. Just check on me. Yeah. Like let me know that all of this is just like not done in a vacuum that I I actually do exist, uh, that I'm relevant and matter to just like this moment that we might exchange with each other. Amir, hit us up.